Welcome back, sports fans. Real Live Sports is back. The vacation is over, and the local sports scene is about to re-spark with a vengeance. The Rock and Minute Show wants to thank you for listening during the sports break, and we're excited to once again talk real live sports, both locally and nationally. Make sure to follow them on Facebook and Twitter at Rock and Minute. Now back to Rock and Minute on Fox Sports 910 on FM at 99.9 HD2. All right, Devil Nation, got to talk some Sun Devil football, basketball, and Hode Rubino, devilsdigest.com, at Devil's Digest on Twitter, joins us now on the right to the guest sign here on Fox Sports 910. How we doing, Hode? What's going on? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, well thank you. We figured we'd check in with you. It's been a little while and uh, see how things are going. I know it's been quiet. We had Herm on uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, it's been kind of other than that with the coaches not being around and players uh, not until at least June 1st it sounds like uh, it's been quiet so how do you think recruiting is going from what you can hear at this point I, I think really re- recruiting has, has gone very well uh, for Arizona State uh, under the circumstances uh, it's not uncommon for any school these days to have recruits commit sight unseen but I think what really has impressed me right now with the Sun Devils is that they only have one commit from the West Coast hmm. and the rest uh, of the Verbal commits right now for the Sun Devils are two, three time zones away. And granted, everybody's in the same boat uh, doing the virtual recruiting, the virtual tours. Uh, nothing can be done in person, obviously. But I still feel that Arizona State, with their approach and really laying the groundwork uh, back in December and January uh, when they were able to uh, see uh, – those um, those those recruits at least uh, at least go talk to their coaches, uh, see their film. I think that that really uh, planted a seed that right now, in some cases, is really paying dividends. So I know that uh, the coaches wish that they did have their junior day, which is a big recruiting event that they have around uh, middle of March, because they feel that they would even have probably double the number of commits they have right now, and maybe some commits uh, from the West Coast as well. But uh, all in all, I think Arizona State is uh, very happy at where they are right now and uh, where this recruiting class will be uh, going forward. Hold it. It just seems when you talk to the coaches, you talk to Herm Edwards, and you see all of the offers that are going out uh, around the nation. I know Chandler High School's had over 100 offers from schools around the nation. I guess a blessing in disguise for a lot of the college coaches and Sun Devil and U of A coaches and whomever is that they've had the chance to really study the film, study the tape, and, and put those offers, as you said, sight unseen. Yeah, and I think that uh, this, uh, this uh, COVID-19 pandemic has really uh, forced uh, the coaches also maybe to look at some of the quote-unquote diamonds in the rough sure. or maybe some prospects that may have been, been uh, down the board a little and may have improved their position on the board just because the coaches have more time to, to really, to really analyze the, to analyze those recruits. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, it definitely presents uh, some opportunities uh, for recruits that otherwise would be overlooked. Now, don't get me wrong. I would say the vast majority of offers that Arizona state put out there are the prospects that have garnered more than just one sure. or two power five offers in general. But, but I would say overall, yes, uh, this is this uh, current situation right now is really uh, giving, or I should say, allowing coaches to spend a lot more time recruiting, a lot more time studying, not so much questioning themselves on past decisions, but maybe some of the new offers that, that you're seeing right now 
because they're not on the road jumping from high school to high school to high school from state to state, they're able to really to study those recruits in depth. And I think uh, that uh, really uh, helps the recruiting efforts in the long run. What, what was the goal, the main focus for recruiting for the Sun Devils? What, what, what was any particular position? Was it athletes? Was it speed? Was it size? That, that you could make out in talking with this staff, Ode? I think I basically, uh, not, not, not to over, oversimplify this, but for Arizona State in this recruiting class, it all starts and ends in the, in the trenches. Uh, the, the, I mean, definitely I would say defensive line, which if you look at, the, at their defense right now, uh, you look at what they have returning a linebacker, you look at what they have returning in, in the secondary, and honestly, I would put those two units against anybody in the Pac-12 and against almost any Power 5 team out there. So if the defensive line, if that's a position that can uh, figure things out for Arizona State, this defense, I think, has a chance to be the best one we've seen this century in Tempe. Uh, when, when, you look, when you look at the offensive line, and not to like really over-focus on the fact that you know Benjamin, who a lot of people thought would get drafted third or fourth round, and ends up being this, ends up being drafted in the seventh round. But when you look at his production from 2018 to 2019, I think one aspect you can point to, and I'm not saying to end all be all, is the play of the offensive line. And obviously, mm-hmm. that offensive line for ASU in 2019, starting for most of the year, two true freshmen in their starting five, definitely took a toll on, on such a talented running back as Eno Benjamin because the running lanes simply were not there at the quality and the quantity that they were that, that they were in 2018. So offensive line is definitely one position that needs to improve, especially now in 2020, where there's a good chance that your number one and number two running back are going to be two freshmen. So you definitely want to give those guys uh, the, the most help you can. And even though you have a very talented quarterback in Jaden Daniels that knows how to get out of jams, you still want to provide him uh, the, the best protection possible. Now, yes, Arizona State has really shored up their left side of the line with two graduate transfers. Kellen Deesh from Texas A&M was actually able even to participate here in spring practice, and Henry Haddis from Stanford. But really, when you look at the long at the long term, Arizona State definitely needs to recruit that position uh, much better than they have in, in, in past years. And I'm also going back to the previous coaching regime and Antonio Pierce, the recruiting coordinator for Arizona State, said that they don't, don't feel that this region of the country really produces those lengthy offensive and defensive linemen that they're looking for. That, and that's why you see them offering so many players and even landing some of those in, in places like Michigan, Philadelphia, sure. the Southeast. So uh, it, I think it's really interesting to see uh, when it's all said and done uh, that uh, how many uh, quality offensive and defensive linemen Arizona State is able to land and how many of them are going to be from regions that typically you're lucky to see maybe one uh, commit every two, three years come from. Hoda Rubino joining us, uh, Devil's Digest. Speaking about interesting, and, and I'm, I'm anxious to see uh, game one of the uh, of the basketball team, basketball season for ASU. I mean, could you? what do you think the chance of you naming the starting five right now? <laughs> Well, hey, I think this, uh, uh, <laughs> this is this is only a test. <laughs> it's only a test. Yeah, yeah only you, a you, test. You, you get three out of five. I mean, <laughs> sure, I don't know I what it is. <laughs> well, look, I'll, I'll premise what I'm about to say that uh, I don't. Uh, when I'm going to make the statement that I don't mean to uh, belittle, for lack of a better term, uh, the chances of Remy Martin and Alonzo Verge being selected in the right. NBA draft, but I just think realistically speaking. I expect both of those players to come back. Those two players by themselves 
form, I think, the best backcourt in the Pac-12, bar none. Now you're adding a five-star guard in, in Josh Christopher, mm-hmm. a, a consensus uh, top top 15 recruit. And, on top, and now now you look at the front court. Your small forward is, is, is going to be is going to be Mark, Marcus Bagley, uh, which another another five star recruit that does some just like Josh Christopher, and uh, at center uh, Jalen Graham, a local player over here that now with the departure of Romello White is even going to get a bigger role than he did last year. And I thought last year for a true freshman he may have been the biggest surprise uh, for the, for this Arizona State basketball team. So that's a, that, that's my starting five, and I, and I'll tell you right now. It's been a long time, maybe mm-hmm. since the, uh, the the Byron Scott and, and, and the Fat Lever days, that we've seen just such a talented uh, starting five from the, from the, from top to bottom, with not one but two five star prospects starting as true freshmen. It's going to be a special season uh, for Arizona State basketball, without a doubt. And hope for what you can gather. Why did the Ramella White go to the transfer portal? I mean, he. I thought if he doesn't, you know, move on to the pros, NBA guy, what an ad- continued added strength he'd be for this Sun Devil team. Well, first of all, I think a lot of folks may forget that Ramella White, much like Remy Martin and Alonzo Verge, did put his name in the hat for the right. NBA draft. It wasn't that he just right after the season went in the portal. So. A lot of folks said, okay, you know, just like Remy, Remy, uh, Remy Martin, I'm sorry, and Alonzo Verge, uh, they, they, just, they just want to test the NBA waters, you know, so we see where they're at, and probably going to come back uh, for the uh, 2021 season. But uh, the thing with Romello White is that uh, he does uh, have some family off-the-court issues that, that, that he does need to address, uh, and his family lives in Georgia, for those who don't know. Uh, so that's why I really thought that chances are he was going to play for some for some team in the SEC. So there was a lot of talk about Vanderbilt just because the head coach there, Jerry Stackhouse, uh, was a Melo White uh, coach uh, in, in, in the AAU circuit. But uh, he ended up uh, picking uh, Ole Miss, and uh, one of the assistant coaches over there, Levi Watkins, was the assistant coach over here uh, for, for Bobby Hurley and uh, worked closely with Romello White uh, about uh, three or so years ago. So um, I just think that it really was more um, off-the-court issues, okay. family issues that Romello White felt were more important right now than staying, than staying in Tempe and playing, like I said, for a very, very talented, mm-hmm. talented Arizona State team. So uh, I know it's a decision that Bobby Hurley went on record saying that did, uh, that did blindside, him, blindside him. I know Arizona State is still trying to land, whether it be a, a grad transfer or an international front-court player, uh, before the, before the season starts, we'll see how those efforts materialize. But uh, yeah, that, that's where that's where it really came down to uh, when 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 it came to White's uh, decision to end to end up in transfer portal. So it's definitely a blow to Arizona State, but still, I think this is a squad that has a lot of talent coming into this upcoming season. We'll be looking forward to it. Hode, as always, thanks for uh, making time for us. We always appreciate you coming on with us. Thank you. Thank thank you so much, guys.